This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Wednesday, July 8th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew Dewaskin. Matt, how you doing? Uh, hanging in there. Matt, we're recording on back-to-back days. Are you sick I of know, me? I know, I... I actually held accountable for all the mistakes I made yesterday. Uh-oh. It, like, things we said wrong or things that went badly on Tuesday? Both. Oh, man. What did we do? I haven't heard too much angry tweets, so... Oh, no, there... I know. I, we... Oh, well, you would... I mean, I went no, with Kevin Gosman. I mean, come on. I picked Kevin Gosman in a stack, so you know what? I got punished for my mistakes. I just... I went with... Mac, I went with... I, I did do my Max Scherzer, Scherzer Edinson, Volquez stack. Yeah. So we got punished. We the DFS gods smited us just fine. We got what we deserved. Um, well, yeah, we're gonna look at uh, DFS picks for Wednesday, the eighth. Uh, first, I want to remind everyone we have these uh, mid-season draft leagues going on. Um, right now, we have two full ones, and I think we might do on a third. Um, this podcast will be coming out early Wednesday. If you want to get in, uh, put your name up and uh, the thing. Will be a link uh, on Twitter and in the post for this, but go check it out. I'm having some fun trying to figure out who the heck you draft after the All-Star break, but uh, it'll be good. But let's look at some DFS stuff. Matt, Round 20 is going to be weird. What's that? Round 20 is going to be weird. It's Well, it's funny because I was going down like rankings to try and check stuff out, like where guys are so far this season, and mm-hmm. you just get some guys that like missed injuries and whatnot, like, if you do that, like, Jose Fernandez falls between the cracks. And I don't think it's going to, like, fall between the cracks. But you keep digging and you're just like, well, like, Colin McHugh is hardly on there because he's had a burst, a bad first half. But, like, he's not going to go undrafted, I think. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. I'm excited to do it. And uh, everybody has to do their own rankings because there aren't really, like, fantasy rankings going forward. I mean, I guess there are in some places. But I don't know. It's interesting. It's going to be fun. So if you want to play in that with us, definitely uh, get on there. Um, okay. Catcher. What do you think, I wrote down three names, which is a little shallow for Catcher. I, I, I had... Th- I had three also, but yeah. one, of, one of them is really any good. Well, okay. actually, I take it back. One of them is really expensive, and the other are kind of cheap. Okay. What were you thinking? Where are you going? Uh, my, my expensive guy is Russell Martin. Okay. Per- obligatory Russell Martin. Mentioned. Well, especially against John Danks. Yes. More than obligatory. It's good. So after that, I had Josh Fegley against CC. Okay. Yes, I have that. Assuming he gets into the lineup, which is yeah. not a guarantee. No, but if he does, and he should do well. The, the other one I kind of like is uh, uh, Cleveland's Roberto Perez versus Dan Straley. You do love Roberto, yeah. I like him a little bit. Yeah, you think he'll get in there? Yeah, Young Gomes hasn't been that great this year. No, he hasn't. I was never a huge believer anyway. Like, he was not much of a prospect, you know, and all of a sudden he's breaking out and just didn't have the pedigree. So it doesn't surprise... Not like I hated him, but it doesn't surprise me if he regresses, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, Roberto Perez would be cheap. Has certainly shown that he can hit. I don't think that's bad at all. And uh, he gets Dan Straley, who's okay. Can miss some bats, but is overall not that great. So, yeah, I like that. You have anyone else? No, it was, those are the three names I, I came up with. Uh, my other is Matt Wieters gets Tommy Malone. And Matt yeah, Wieters likes yeah. the lefties. It's, yeah. it's in Minnesota, which is not a great place to hit, but Tommy Malone's not very good. And I'm not that scared by most of the Twins bullpen. So, um, and he's switch hitter, which always helps too. So I like Matt Wieters. He'll do fine. All right. Uh, other than that, I had Fegley and Martin. So we're on the same page there. 
Um, hmm. first base. First base. What are you thinking? Where are you going? I. Uh, this is a day to go. Obvious. I've got you know Paul Goldschmidt obviously top of my list. He yep. gets Matt Harrison. Yeah, you're you're not worried about broken back Matt Harrison. Not really. No. No. I'm interested in him. I would take a flyer, but I would not start him first time back. And no, so me. Can... No, not even close. Yeah. So um, the, the, the other big name I had was Prince Fielder. Okay. Yeah. Fielder gets Jeremy Hellickson. So you just have your eyes on that game, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that'll be. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, Alexson keeps trying to, like, put up good games like he has it figured out in his back, but no. I'm, yeah, stream against him. Um, I have Adam Lind against Julio Tehran. Julio Tehran's been really frustrating, because he was supposed to be good for so long, and he finally, you know, really broke out and was great. And then this year, it's like 24, and he's like, just kidding, I'm terrible. Uh, um, he, 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 they put a lot of innings on his arm in his first couple of seasons with the Braves, so I'm kind yeah. of not surprised he's... He's kind of seen that toll being yeah, exact. Right I guess. Now. It's something. Uh, it's frustrating. I can see him bouncing back and still having a good career, but this year has been tough on him. Um, so Adam Lind against him. Adam Lind's driven his price up a lot, though, to be fair. So, I, uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, I I usually don't like this guy. Sometimes you mention him, and I, I'm not into it. But Yonder Alonso gets Charlie Morton, and... <laughs> I like Charlie Morton against most of the Padres lineup. He gets out righties, but they're going to, like, really rely on Alonso. They petted Alonso leadoff last week, and, like, this is when you would want to do that. Go I ahead. Saw it was weird. I, I'm not against it. They haven't really figured out a leadoff hitter they like, and, uh, yeah. So, I don't know. Um, if you want to go against Morton, which I don't think you'd be crazy. Like, I don't think, like, Morton's a great shutdown pick. I just think that... He could be a nice cheap pick, um, but if you want to fade against him, uh, Yonder Alonso is where I would start in that Padres lineup, just because he can't hit lefties, or he can't get out lefties, uh, and Alonso should do okay. Um, usually I'd go for more power at first base. Uh, David Ortiz gets Tom Kohler. You're a little worried about Tom Kohler in Fenway, right? Yeah, a lot, yeah, actually. He's, he's kind of a home road guy, and it's not a nice place to go hit, so, or to go pitch. Yeah, so I, I think he'll be fine. I, I don't know. David Ortiz will be fine against Kohler. Your boy Justin Bohr on the other side gets Rick Porcello, who is extra bad. He's going to do worse than than Tom Kohler. That might be an ugly game, to be honest. It, it has to make, you know, watch to make a 2-1 nail-biter with both guys going in. Certainly could be. Certainly yeah. could be. But uh, I would, I know you would have your eye on Justin Bohr, yeah, against Rick Porcello mm-hmm. in Fenway. Does that have your attention? Uh, actually, I, I did have that name written down. I, I, I don't know. I, just, I, I think with... with with first base, that's you, you. You don't want to go cheap there. You just don't. Yeah, um, that, that's like that's like one of my takeaways from from playing DFS. You know, yep. playing DFS. You know, first base is a place to to be obvious. Yep. Um, well, more expensive. I wrote uh, Edwin Encarnacion gets John yeah. Jenks. Yes, absolutely. And then um, your boy Albert Pujols gets Chris Russin. Russin. I'm not sure, but the point is he's left-handed and it's in cores. And you liked Albert Pujols on Tuesday in cores, and he immediately hit a home run. And now he gets to face a lefty in cores. Uh, yeah, you might pay for it, but that's another good matchup for Pujols. They already wore out the bullpen on Tuesday. Like it might be an ugly series. And the Angels are red hot right now. So, um, if you want to go expensive, Goldschmidt, Fielder, and Carnacion, Pujols are all good. Second base for you. What are you thinking? Anybody pop up the page for you? Really I, have, I have three names, and they're all reasonably cheap. Okay. Did you use a highlighter? Did you circle anyone? Draw some uh, hearts. 
Yeah, uh, 2015, 2015 baseball all-star Brock Holt. There you go. Yeah, fits the second base. I was going to mention him. I don't remember where I wrote him down, but I wrote him down somewhere. Yes. Wherever you want to use him, but second base is as good as anywhere. Yeah, so he qualifies there most. Uh, I have Steve Pierce versus Tom Malone. Yep, I wrote that. I also wrote uh, Jonathan Scope, and I'm not sure who would get in there, but they're both right-handed and both hit lefties, and I could see one of them making it in at bo- second base. You know, I could see both of them playing. Yeah, um, I like them both though. They both have some pop and both hit lefties. So, or um, Stephen Pierce, he gets put. He just they just give they just hand him gloves. And he just goes out and plays. Yep. Yeah. So uh, I like both of them Steve. though. Okay. Yeah. Keep an eye on them. Um, yeah, Robinson Cano hit a home run on Tuesday, and he gets Anibal Sanchez. And the Mariners and the Tigers just keep hitting a million home runs. Uh, Cano could do okay. Um, do you like D. Gordon against Rick Porcello in Fenway? It's like yep. ground baller on ground baller. Should do okay. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, sure. I, ground balls will happen. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, just got to try and find the holes. Um, and then Scooter Jeanette. Also gets Julio Tehran. Scooter Jeanette has been Scooter Jeanette of old since coming mm-hmm. back. Supposedly got his confidence in the minor leagues. Whatever you want to say, whatever he figured out. He's figured right. it out. He's back. He's, I mean, he's not back in an all-star or anything, but he's back at being a decent hitter. So um, he'd be an option there. Can't hit lefties at all, though. Were you the one telling me to guess his OPS against lefties? I don't remember saying that. But Somebody possible. was like, guess what, how he hits lefties. I don't know. His OPS is like 400 against lefties in his career or something. Just plain doesn't That's hit lefties. Sick. Yeah. Um, but he gets to face Julio Tehran, so he'll be okay. Jason Kipnis gets Dan Straley. I have good luck affording it, but if you have the money yeah. lying around, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know who's been also been awesome like since they came back? Even better than Scooter Jeanette. Rugnet Odor went and figured it out, and he's, you know, really young and has plenty of talent. Uh, he gets Jeremy Hellickson, and he's just been on fire since coming back. He's going to drive his price up to where he's not really a value, but if he keeps hitting like that, it doesn't matter. Um, so I like yeah. Rugnet Odor. He likes to hit righties. And my last second base name is Devin Travis at John Danks. And anybody you want from this Blue Jays lineup in Chicago against John Danks and the White Sox bullpen, go nuts. I'm fine with it. Um, yeah, okay. Did I miss any second baseman that you liked in there? I, I, I'd like to make sure Johnny G. Patella gets a shout-out. Yeah, he's, like, moving all the way up to leadoff now, yeah? yeah Back to the top of the lineup and... Sometimes, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. But he he gets, you know, Chris Rusin, who I believe is a lefty, and yes. Johnny actually does okay against left-handed pitching. Yeah, yeah, and he's just always needed that opportunity. You know, and the Royals were always refused to give it to him, and now he... I don't know. Now the kind of <laughs> the Angels need somebody, need a warm body at second base, and he's doing yeah, okay. Josh Rut- Josh Rutledge wasn't good enough. <laughs> yeah. So Gio Vitella, I mean, he's a guy that can slap his way on base. Not going to have much power or speed, but but get on base and then uh, I don't know if they're this hot. They're, they're setting weird records for how many runs they're scoring in their last three or four games, depending on how you want to set the parameters. The point is the uh, the Angels are hot. So, um, yeah, I like that as a cheap option in cores for sure. Anybody else for you at second base? No, that's about it. Okay. Um, third base. Is your list as long as mine is at third base? I've got a few names. Okay. Who you got? Uh, I started with, with Manny Machado against okay. Tom Malone. Yes. Yes, yes. I like that a lot. Absolutely. Uh, Machado, as we've said before, he prefers to hit righties, but it's not like he can't hit lefties with a platoon advantage. He's right-handed, and he will do just fine against Tom Malone. I have no doubt. Yeah. 
Uh, I, I kind of feel like we you know we have to mention Nolan Arenado against yep. Matt Shoemaker. Yep, yep. Not the platoon advantage, but it doesn't matter. Arenado doesn't matter. Good. No, Shoemaker's good. not been great in his sophomore year. Mm. So, um, I'd also like to mention Brett Lowry versus yes. CC. Gets a lefty, and as we said, yeah. wasn't those last week or so, he's been fairly mediocre on the year. He's been great against lefties, though. He's pounding lefties, and CC is. Yeah. I don't know. They've been talking about, they've been, people have been talking about wanting to move CC out of the rotation. He's been so bad, he got a bullpen him, and it's just like, can you imagine? Like, what do you, how bad does he have to be before the Yankees do that? Uh, I just, I don't. It's an open ended question, but I don't, like, it would have to be pretty darn bad, I feel like. And it's been pretty bad. Can you imagine a world where CC is demoted to the bullpen? Is that, that's weird, right? I, I guess it, you know, it, at some point it kind of happens to everybody, doesn't it? Uh, maybe, yeah, it could. It's weird. It's just weird it's to think about. Except for Cologne. Yes, exactly. Um, when that happens, you remember when he was a Red Sox like four years ago and he was going to get demoted to the bullpen? He was like, nope, and he literally just like didn't show up. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. He like went home. And which broke all sorts of like contract agreements, you know. I think he got slaps on the wrist, and then still got contracts after that, you know. But he was like, "Nope, later." <laughs> it's so bad. Um, and here he is, still being really good. Okay. Um, yeah. Who else do you like at third base? Josh Donaldson, obviously. Yes, it stinks. That's going to be yes. expensive, but probably worth it. I don't like this guy, but you you probably worked on Yasmani Tomas. Um, I didn't write him down, but I I don't know. I looked at the D-backs at Harrison thing, and I got, like, nervous. Where I was like, they could blow him up, but... Okay. I mean, I don't know. They, you, you would not be crazy for taking it. I'm scared that, like, he's going to come out and throw, like, five scoreless. Not five dominant, but, like, he was a decent pitcher, you know? I could see him be okay. I don't know. Uh, yes, that's a good mention. Tomas is a good mention. You're right. All right. Did you have uh, Danny Valencia also alongside Don- Donaldson? Does he qualify third base these days? Uh, I think so. Yeah, depending on your format, he'll be a third baseman. He I, played that I had him as an outfield option, but yeah, yeah, I could see it. Yeah, it's like if you don't, if you can't afford Donaldson, but you still like the matchup. Uh, there's just so many lefty matchers in that Toronto lineup. Um, yeah, it, it could it could be a bad day for John Dix. Did you have Todd Frazier at Gio Gonzalez? Oh, you got to have Todd Frazier. I yeah, mean, and it's a platoon of, advantage. You, you Todd Frazier mentioned. Yep. Yep, and he gets the platoon advantage. That'll be good. Um, did you have Kyle Seeger against Anibal Sanchez? I can see it, yeah. Anibal Sanchez has been better, but that's not saying a lot because he was so bad before. So I'm like, it's he's been better, but yeah. Um, yeah, who else you got at third? You've covered most of the ones I liked. Yeah, I think we just rattled off about half a dozen names there. Yeah. I think we're good. The only one I had left is uh, David Freeze in Colorado against the lefty. Oh, that nice man. Yeah, he'll be cheaper, but he'll be okay. Um, and then shortstop, I only have three. I'm not pumped about yep. it, uh, and one of them's a maybe. Uh, Marcus Semyon gets the math, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, Marcus Semyon made his 27th error on Tuesday, which That's is impressive, really. That's remarkable. Um, but he can hit lefties, he can hit Sabathia, he'll be fine at Yankee Stadium. Um, and you're really, what you're looking for is maybe a homer, maybe a steal. Just some, some counting stats there. Um, Zheng Ogong gets Andrew Kashner. Not the platoon advantage, but I think that'll be okay. Andrew Kashner doesn't love pitching away from Petco. Um, and then my sneaky shortstop pick 
is a big maybe. Got to make sure he makes it in the lineup, but if he does, I'm all over it. Enrique Hernandez against lefty Adam Morgan uh, at Dodger Stadium. Enrique Hernandez is like a utility player for the Dodgers, basically, but they have started him at short, and so hopefully he's eligible at short uh, in your lineup. He's certainly capable of playing there, but if they go with him instead of Jimmy Rollins, uh, I could see him doing good things. He's mashed on lefties. He's right-handed. He's been pretty useful as a utility guy, and I think against the lefties, a spot you would want him. So um, if I can find Enrique in the starting lineup, I am going to take him against Adam Morgan. So especially a shortstop if he qualifies there for you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What other shortstops did you have? Uh, Xander Bogarts versus Tom Kohler I kind of like. Yeah, sure. Kohler has, like, these weird splits. He definitely prefers the pitch at home, and some years he better against righties, and some days, some years he's better against lefties. I don't know. He's a pretty inconsistent guy, and I think Bogarts could definitely put the pain to him, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Dylan, we, we talked about shortstop, and we failed to mention Johnny Peralta. I can't believe it. Uh, it's weird, right? He gets Jason Hamill, though. Jason Hamill's pretty all right. Yeah. He's been pretty like, good. And if, if, if you want to kind of just like throw your hands up and just like pick a shortstop, you know, Johnny Pearls is probably. It wouldn't be a bad pick. It's just not one I'm like real excited about. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not like, yeah, like Jason pumped. Hamill's concerningly confident or competent. Yeah. I don't know. I could see him. I don't know. You, you wouldn't be crazy. You'd do fine. What about I, like. I kind of feel like we, we have to mention Brad Miller versus Arady. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Always does fine. You know, not, not exciting, but does fine. Yeah. He gets Anibal. I don't have a problem with that at all either. Yeah. I mean, like I said, Anibal's gotten better, but that's not saying a lot because he was so bad to start the year. I still don't think he's good. Yeah, he's pretty rough. Yeah. Are you on Francisco Lindor yet? He definitely hasn't lit things up, but, I mean, he's going to be good. Uh, and they get, he gets Dan Straley, but, I don't know. You're not excited by Lindor yet, I assume. Not really. I mean, I, I I'm not gonna. Lie. I do have him rostered on a few teams, but mm-hmm. I don't I don't see him as much of a DFS play, honestly. Yeah, I think he kind of has the skills that like make him a better real life player than a fantasy player. Like he's I a good that, defender. Yeah. yeah, good defender has a good eye. You know, he's gonna be an above average shortstop. He's gonna be rostered. I just don't know how many homers and steals he's gonna rack up at least early on. I, I mean, I think he's gonna be competent, but. People see him at the top of prospect lists and get excited, and it's like a lot of that's just being a good defender at shortstop, which is super valuable, but not in your fantasy league. So, mm. um, I don't know. I have my eye on him. Hopefully you own him. He's owned in all the leagues you're in, but, you know, it's it's not super exciting yet. Okay. Um, any other shortstops before we get to outfield? I, mean, I think we covered it pretty well. Cool. Outfield. I started off with Tigers against the lefty Hap. J.D. Martinez and Yohannes Cespedes. Okay. Um, and J.D. Martinez just continues to be outrageous. And Yoannis is no slouch. And, I don't know, have you cooled on J.A. Happ at all? Yes. Yeah, you're <laughs> off the train a little bit? Yeah, pretty much. I like that I'm, like, following you a little bit. Because now I'm like, yeah, J.A. Happ. And you're like, Dylan, J.A. Happ hasn't been cool for, like, weeks. Like, you're way behind the trend on this. <laughs> like, come on, guys, let's talk about J.A. Happ. And you're like, no, no, no. no. Set, I don't set the trends. I follow, I, No, I don't... But I'm following yours, so I'm like... I'll follow the trends. I set the trends. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I'm following, and I'm, like, way behind on being cool in DFS picks. I'm the opposite of trendy. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I'm i not picking him, obviously, especially against the Tigers. I mean, but, yeah, uh, I guess, yeah, you know, Roger Davis is kind of intriguing against him. Yep, yep. That's the other Tigers outfit there you would like as well. Uh, 
you know, likes to hit lefties, will still be... He'll... <laughs> There's some crazy stats, I don't have the top of my head, but about, like, the most steals in the last five, six, seven years or something, and it's Rajai Davis, because he always gets into, you know, what, 80 games a year, 100 games a year somehow, doesn't play full season, but then he'll rack up 40 steals and does it. So, um, yeah, he and he hits lefties. He'll be fine. He gets half. Um, what other outfield picks jump off the page? Do you? I've got an under-the-radar pick. Yes, always good. Who you got? Uh, Tampa, Bay, Tampa Bay lefties versus Jeremy Guthrie. Okay, yeah, I... I wrote this down because I wanted to bring it up with you. Because I was like, Jeremy Guthrie, great matchup. And then I go look at the roster and I just go, <sighs> like, it's Grady Sizemore, it's David DeJesus, and it's Kevin Kiermeyer. Guess which one I like. You like Kiermeyer? Yes, I, I do. I think. Like, it's hard to get excited about the others at all. I also yes. wrote James Loney, but, like, James Loney is just cursed by being a first baseman, you know. Um, yeah. You like Kevin Kiermeyer? I can see it. I do. Yeah, I can he's, see he's it. He's under the radar play of the, of the day, I think. Yeah, any lefty against uh, Jeremy Guthrie, you can do okay. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, your over-the-radar pick, if you'd like to call it that, uh, Bryce Harper gets Michael Lorenzen. You're not going to save any money going there, but you're also... doesn't matter. Would, do wouldn't fine. it be on the radar? Sure, yeah. That might be more accurate, figuring out where the radar is. Um, but yeah, the obvious one that we would mention... Um, and just because it's obvious doesn't make it bad. He could definitely be worth his money. Um, Will Venable gets Charlie Morton. If I like Yonder Alonso, I like Will Venable even more, especially as an outfielder. Um, could do something against Charlie Morton for sure. Mookie Betts gets Tom Kohler. Not the platoon advantage, but I just think we think that it's going to be a bad day for Tom Kohler at Fenway. Um, Indians, lefties, Brandon Moss and Michael Brantley get Dan Straley. Dan Straley's just, again, can strike out, but these are guys that don't strike out. Especially Michael Brantley does not strike out. The Indians don't strike out a lot, uh, I don't think. So, I don't know. Michael Brantley just has crazy, like, walk-to-strikeout numbers. I don't know if you've seen them recently. I'll look them up for you, but it's a guy that has insane... I don't know. I was looking again at um, the second half redraft league and, like, looking through the rankings, and a guy like that... I said a disappointing year, but like not a crazy bad year, and he's just so far down there. This year he has 35 walks and 25 strikeouts in 322 plate appearances. That's making a lot of contact. Um, and so I think he's going to do just fine against Dan Straley. Um, mm. Your boy Brock Holt, I had listed as an outfielder. Um, Leonis Martin, uh, left-handed outfielder against Alexson. Um, and also, would you like consider Josh Hamilton? At all against Alexson, yeah. it's hard to get excited. But the thing is, I don't. Okay, it, it's it's in Texas, right? Uh, yes. yes. Okay, they, they, they will have a DH. Yeah, I, I would consider it. Yeah, I I mean it's not going to cost you a lot, but it's fun to root for, and mm. there's power there. Like, don't get me wrong, his career slid really badly, but it's not like he like doesn't have any power anymore. He can still hit the ball hard when he hits it just kind of hits it less but yeah um yeah jose bautista gets john danks duh yep. um again on the radar but couldn't very well be worth his money um we don't talk about kevin pilar that much but he's another blue jays bat that hits lefties and he's more of a speed guy but he has some pop and he's hitting he's been good for the last month or so and 
pile it on against lefties. I had a problem on Tuesday setting my lineup. I got that message on FanDuel that was like, you have too many players from the same team. Stop it. I was like, oh, you man. sure did? Yeah, if you do more than four, it says no deal, not an eligible lineup, and you have to go. Really? Yeah, it was funny. I'm like, really? Did I pick that many Blue Jays? Uh, and then they scored like two runs. Um, yeah, so do you like Kevin Pillar? You like anyone against John Danks, don't you? I don't know, but I don't know if I'd go as far as Kevin Pillar. I, I think he's kind of, you know, the John Danks of outfielders. Oh, I don't think you're giving him enough credit. I think you're if you look, he's been, he's been sneaky decent for sure. Um, All right. Maybe not on the season, but in the last month or so. There's some talent there, and he runs. Um, I assume you like Charlie Blackman versus Matt Shoemaker. I was supposed to say Charlie Blackman's name, yeah. Yeah, he's he's driven his price up, but also for good reason. He's been awesome. Um, Carlos Gonzalez has driven his price down. What is going on with Carlos Gonzalez? Do you think he's, like, hidden hurt? Do we just assume that he's hurt? No, I if, if he's hurt, he's usually in the DL, so I'm, I'm assuming he's... You know, maybe it's just the injuries kind of you know taking its toll and kind of sapped his skills. Maybe, which is sad because there's a lot of skills there. Um, yeah. Or, I, if you feel lucky, I like him against Shoemaker too. He's certainly not a, like bad. Um, he's just disappointing. Um, mm-hmm. Would you consider if you, more on the radar if you could find the money for it? Mike Trout against Chris Russin against the. I wanted to make sure his name was mentioned. Yes, I absolutely would consider Mike Trout against Chris Russin. If you could somehow get Mike Trout, Jose Bautista, and Bryce Harper all in the same lineup today, we're going to look at some pitchers and see where in the world he could go cheap enough to do that. Um, but they're all good picks uh, on Wednesday. And then um, Dodgers righties is Scott Van Slyke and Alex Guerrero against Adam Morgan. If they get in the lineup, I like them hitting lefties for sure. I just ran down way too many outfielders. Who did I miss? Who do you got, Matt, that I glossed over on accident? I think you, kinda, you might have overlooked A.J. Pollock. Sure. Yeah. Against Matt Harrison. I, again, I, I skipped the D-backs and I shouldn't have. I just was like, ugh, it's, I don't know. I think it's just because I like Matt Harrison, which I'm probably giving him too much credit right now. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I think Curtis Granderson deserves a mention against Jake Peavy. Okay. Sure. I don't have a problem with that at all. Um, um you know, you know, he's got the platoon advantage and he mm-hmm. does damage against right-handed pitchers. Yep. Who else do you like other than Granderson? I mean, Granderson, I have him in a league, and he's, you keep, like, being like, man, he hasn't done anything in a while, and then you, like, you go look at his stats, and you're like, not bad, you know? He's getting oh, he's got, like, stats. an 8.65 OPS versus righties this year. It's yeah. Actually- you keep trying to just, he never, like, has that huge game, and you're like, oh, he's so boring, and I guess maybe it's because you remember him hitting 40 homers a year and stuff, but, like, then you you go look, and especially as a leadoff guy, you're like, he's doing fine. Yeah, he's fine. He's boring. At this at this point in his career, it's like a boring producer, I feel like. But definitely, you know, can use him in DFS. He can do fine. Yeah. Uh, anybody else in the outfield? Yes. Okay. Uh, you, you know, Chris Davis is back. Yeah. You know, Chris, Chris with a K, Davis. Yeah, Chris with a K, who I always liked. I, I like him, too. Yeah, you like him against Tehran? A little bit, yeah. I, I, just, I just like that he's back, and I think it's, you know, his price is probably driven down by the injury. Yeah. And if you're looking if you're looking for for ready and ready pop, you know you could I think you could do a lot worse than, than Crush Davis. Yep, yeah, he can he can do well. Yeah, I miss him. I had him. I don't think I have him in any leagues this year, but he's definitely a guy that I liked for sure. Yep. Uh, one last name. Uh, I, I feel like I have to mention my guy Preston Tucker. Yep, he's been absolutely on fire, and he he gets you know he, he gets Trevor Bauer. 
racks up the Ks, but he's hittable. You know. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. I, it's a source of frustration. Yeah. How can you be doing so well? I mean, it's like Salazar, Carrasco's the worst. All these Indian guys where you're like, your peripherals are so good, then you just keep getting hit, you know? Mm-hmm. And on paper, you should be on fire, but yeah. That's power like, a little bit. It seems, and then there's, there's like that one, like that one start where like everything goes perfect and they, they, you know, it's like an eight inning shutout. Mm-hmm. And then the next start is, you know, four innings and eight runs and. Yeah. You're wondering why you fell for it again. Yeah. Preston Tucker can do what he needs to do. For sure. Um, okay. Any other outfielders before we look at all these pitchers? I think we've covered a lot of outfielders. We did. We did. Pick three. Pick three. Pick, uh, yeah, just start Harper and Bautista and Trout, and you'll be all set. Um, let's play the spontaneous game. Where would you go super cheap to try and do that? Like, who here, like... For pitching? Yeah. Like, what's the best worst pitcher going? I mean, John Dinks is real bad, but I have trouble even envisioning the good start for John Dinks. Like, is it Jeremy Guthrie against the Rays? Don't. Yeah, like, it, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It, I'm not endorsing this, but it's fun to think about. You know, is it Drew Hutchison? Drew oh, Hutchison yeah, might. Yeah. I don't know. Is it Rick Porcello against the Marlins? If you're looking for two super cheap options, you know, I don't know that Wednesday is the best day to do it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jake Peavy against the Mets? I don't know if it'll even be that cheap. No. Malone <laughs> against the Orioles? Like, they're, yeah. Well, I, I just, the problem with DFS is you, you need that basic strikeouts. Yeah. Yeah. To, to really rack up points. That's where, you know, if you're looking at pictures, you're, you're really looking at strikeouts, because that's where your points are going to come from. So Mike Fires, but he's not that cheap either. I don't know. I like Morton as a cheap option, but he's also doesn't get enough strikeouts. I don't know. No. If you manage to get... Harper, Trout, Batista in a lineup. I want you to tweet at us just to see what you can do because it sounds fun. And good luck with your uh, your pitching. Um, all right. How about some good pitchers, though? Who do you actually like that you would actually recommend the start on Wednesday? Let's see. If I'm building a stack, I'd, honestly, I'd probably start with Clayton Kershaw. Yeah. Kershaw's been, if possible, underrated a bit. He gets the Phillies. The yeah. Phillies are decent. Not decent. They're average. They're like right in the middle of the pack against lefties, which seems amazing for them to be considered average at something at the plate. Um, but I, I mean, it's Clayton Kershaw. He'll be fine. It, again, yeah, it's, yeah. He's gonna be yeah. fine. Um, yeah, I like that. Um, I wrote down Mike Fires because he strikes people out, but it, Atlanta's, it Atlanta's a bad lineup, but they don't really strike out. They're like a weak contact team, so he might not rack up as many strikeouts as you want. So, if you're picking him for K's, it's not necessarily the best way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, who else do you like? Anybody else that you would immediately pair with Kershaw? Oh, if, if the thing is, if you're, if you're doing Kershaw, you got to go cheap. And yeah. I would, I would, I would look at guy, a guy like Charlie Morton. Yep. Or, My DFS pick. Or, or yeah, I, I would think along with Charlie Morton. Your DFS pick is Sabathia, and I know we picked a few guys against him, but the A's in general can't hit lefties. You know, it'll be okay. <sighs> Not exciting. If if I pick that, you know, that's you, you you know they call it gambling for a reason. Yeah. Well, and he still strikes people out. He's doing he the Lincecum thing where he like yeah. got bad, but he's still striking people out. That yeah. might be your risky cheap pick is Sabathia. You would not be nuts to like throw the hail mary with him. Um, I mean, I wouldn't just, just pretend it's like 2008 again. And go with Sabathia and PV. Yeah, exactly. That'll be fun. Um, I hope you're doing multiple stacks and are not putting all your eggs in one basket. But yeah, I would try that in a GPP or something. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> oh yeah. Um, do you like the Jake Degrom against the Giants? Not a yes. great matchup, but a fine matchup. He's pretty darn good. He'll be he fine. Is. Um, I have PV against the Mets. That's not bad either. I don't like PV as much as you do, but you'd be cheap. <laughs> I'm, I'm, that's not, <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, do you like Casimir at Yankee Stadium? Not really, no. The Yankees are sixth in WRC plus against lefties, so they can hit lefties. That's not great. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Oakland's 20th against lefties. I wrote that down. I wrote down Trevor Bauer against Houston. The, what you're going there for is just, like, upside and strikeouts. Could he strike out 11 or 12 Astros? Sure, it's possible. He has to go deep in the game to do it. But, you know, I think he's going to get plenty of strikeouts. The Astros are also 5th in WRC Plus against righties, though. Like, they can hit. Uh, they could be bad. So that's a risky pick, but it has upside for sure. Um... I'm not big on Michael Waka just because his strikeouts have been down so far. And yeah, the ratios are pretty, but without the strikeouts, it's concerning. But he gets the Cubs, who one, strike out a lot, and two, do you know the Cubs are 26 in WRC Plus against righties? That's surprising. They've not, been much better. Yeah, they've been struggling with righties this year. Um, and they hit home runs, but they also strike out. So Michael Waka might be secretly in a pretty good matchup. It's Wrigley Field, which is not great, but... Um, I don't know. I, I like that, depending on the price. Michael Walk has a, a good good matchup against the struggling Cubs team. Yeah. Um, anybody else stick out to you? You don't want Hutchison on the road, right? No. Yeah, which is so weird, but it is what it is. Um, do you like Ubaldo against the Twins, or is it too scary? A little bit. I, I, he's blown up so much less this year. You know, it seems like yeah. Yeah, his controls figured out. Like I'm not, I'm not 100 percent on board. I'm not sure I ever will be again. But yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. Anybody else for you? Leap off the page. I, I would like to bet against Michael Lorenzen. Sure. Just by taking Geo. Just by pretty much taking anybody in Washington. He 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 does two things that are really really awful for DFS. He walks guys and he gives a plus home runs. He doesn't strike people out either. He's not very no, good. Not, a little bit, not really. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, that should about do it for us. That's a lot of DFS options for a full Wednesday. Yeah. Matt, you got anything to add? I've got a bit of trivia for you. Okay, you get my did, attention. Did, this came up, I think, during a Cubs game this past week. Okay. Okay, there are three players. Okay, they're all connected. Uh, the first the first one started his career in 1939. Uh-huh. The last one ended his career in 2007. Uh... I saw this. Is it's, it Mac, is it McCarver? No, it's okay. two hitters and one pitcher. It was something like McCarver faced a dude who faced a dude who's still playing. Like it's one of those, right? Kind of, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'm not gonna guess, but I'm interested. Okay, uh, the first player ended his career in 1960. Went 39 to 60. Yes. And I'm supposed to guess who played from 39 to 60. Is that like? I don't even want to make a guess and embarrass myself and be off by like 30 years. It's fine. Uh, no, I'm going to show how much I'm actually secretly bad at baseball history, which I am. Do you want me to talk to you? Yes, please. Okay, first player, Ted Williams. Okay, I almost guessed that, but I was really afraid that I was going to be, like, really off. Because, again, I'm I'm going to admit it, like, I'm bad at baseball history. I just, I didn't yeah, you, grow up you, doing it. I just... I, I, I will... I will vouch for being bad at baseball history. This. Yeah, I know a lot about baseball now. I don't, yeah, I never really, yeah. Um, okay, so who did Ted Williams face? Well, do you, you, you want to try to guess the hitter that retired in 2007? Uh, When did he start? 
That I don't know. <laughs> oh, hitter that retired in 2007? Yeah. Oh, that's Barry Bonds then, probably, right? No, Julio Franco. Oh, okay. Gosh, when did Barry Bonds retire? I'm not way off, am I? That's about right. I think you might be. You're, I think you might be a couple of years. I think it was like 2009, 2010, wasn't it? No, it was 2007. I nailed that one on the wrong, the wrong batter. <laughs> but, but no, his last year was 2007. Anyway, so Julio Franco okay. to Ted Williams in the middle would have been, I mean, what Jamie Moyer? No, because he pitched way later than that. Yeah, he pitched. He did not pitch yeah. in 1960. Uh, Nolan Ryan. I I thought him too at first. That was my first guess, but no. That's somebody that pitched forever. Yep. Uh, I don't know. Who do you got? Jim Cott. Okay. And they bridge forever and ever. Yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah. That's some, that's some good piece together baseball trivia, Matt. I just, I find it, it I, that's what I love about baseball is that you can connect like 80 years of history, like by two yeah. or three players. That's yeah. ridiculous. They all played. It's some weird, like generational stuff. Yeah. Um, Okay, I'm looking here at my draft list for my draft on Wednesday, sneak peek. Putting you on the spot, are you going Harper or Trout or Goldschmidt, second half, like right now? It's crazy, right? I would probably go Trout. you got to play it safe with Trout, I think. I think so, too. But, like, oh, man, I don't know. Either way, you're getting a great hitter. So yeah, I don't, there's not I, really I, a wrong pick until they yeah, hurt themselves I mean, next week. You know, but, you know the, wor- if the worst thing that happens, you end up with Paul Goldschmidt or Bryce right. Harper. I think you're still okay. Right, and then it's like, where does J.D. Martinez go? He's way up there. Like, look at this list of who's, like, way high and who's way low. You know, like, Ryan Braun's way up there. I, I think J.D. Martinez... What's that? Ryan Braun is way up there. Mm. Uh, Cameron Maben's way higher than you think. You know, just... Depending on, I, I went by the just Yahoo fantasy rankings, which can be weighted in funny ways having to do with average and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's weird. Scherzer, you know who the number two pitcher by Yahoo ranking is right now? Is Chris Archer. Like, where do you take Chris Archer? He's been fantastic. I don't, yeah, I'm excited for this draft. It's going to be really weird. I enjoy I, a new I think, angle. Yeah, I think a lot of guys you think are going to go higher and wind up going a lot later. Yeah. Well, and I just like that there are no easy cheat sheets, really. I mean, some sites publish, like, rest of season stuff, but it's going to be weird. It's going to be fun. Um, okay, that should do it for us. Make sure to check uh, Twitter and the website if you want to get me in on a, on a uh, waiting list. You can maybe reach out and grab one of you guys last minute, or I think we might be doing a third league. But keep an eye on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at HakensFOS and also... Uh, Brad Johnson at Baseball A-Team should be tweeting about it tomorrow And, as well. and be sure to hit Don Higgins for the uh, Fantasy Baseball Party Bus for the his, his mid-season draft. I, uh, I named my team the Floating Fielders. Feel like that? Couldn't okay. figure out how to put Floating Home in there, but the Floating Fielders, that's got to be the corniest Fantasy Baseball team name I've that, ever is had. Is it like a reference or something? That I live on a floating house. You're the one always joking oh. about this. Oh, if I have to explain it, I'm just, all right. Tweet at me what I should name my fantasy baseball team, because clearly I missed it with this one. Um, that's okay. I got till draft time. I'll figure it out. More like the floating turds, am I right? Good one. Nailed it. Got me. <laughs> That'll do it for us. Matt's on Twitter at MattDFP911. We love hearing from you guys. Uh, and yeah, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.